Welcome back to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. So on today's episode, I wanted to bring you the sixth and final part of our Start Your Professional Organizing Business series. You're listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm Samantha Brown, a professional organizer and business coach. In this podcast, you will learn how to start and scale the organizing business of your dreams. So let's jump in. Now, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about everything that falls under marketing and branding on the list that I have on ProOrganizersCoach.com. It's a free PDF download that's a checklist of everything that you need to do to start your professional organizing business. Today, we are going to mainly talk about writing your professional bio and where you should be using that. So if you've been following along under the marketing and branding section of the list, number one is purchase a domain name, which you should have already done after we talked about this in episode four. Then we have also talked about in episode seven, setting up our website hosting on Squarespace and creating the website because once you set up the website hosting on Squarespace, then you have to go in and actually design the website. So we talked about both of those things in episode seven, how you can do it on your own and how you only need a two to three page website to get started. Okay, so you've purchased the domain name, you've already set up the website hosting through Squarespace, and you have now designed your two to three page website. So you will also need to set up your business email. There are two ways to go about doing this. One is that you can set up through Gmail. It's a business email through Google and it's through your Google account. That is what I personally do. So anytime you need to reach me, of course, you just go to proorganizerscoach at gmail.com. Everyone, in my opinion, uses Gmail. It's no big deal. But if you would like to be a little bit more professional, then you can also sign up through your domain name. Like for me, my domain name is proorganizerscoach.com. So then it would be like Samantha at proorganizerscoach.com instead of Samantha at gmail.com. So it really doesn't matter either way, as long as you have an email that you have set up for only business emails. That is how you are going to send emails to potential clients. That's how you are going to get inquiries. Whenever you set up your contact form on your website, you want to make sure that when they fill it out, it goes to that email and that you keep your notifications on your phone turned on for that email. All right. So now you're also going to need a logo. A logo does not have to be super crazy or creative. It can be very basic. They have multiple options in Canva. You can also go on to Etsy and hire someone to create a logo for you. They'll give you a few different options and then you pick which one you like. It's pretty cheap. I think it was maybe like $50. But if you would like to save that $50, like I said, you can go on Canva and there are definitely a lot of options. This does not have to take a lot of time. It can be something very basic. There's definitely different options that you can use and do one that looks very professional for free on Canva. 
Now, you will be using Canva quite a bit, and so I do recommend going ahead and purchasing Canva for at least a monthly subscription. It is a business write-off, and it is something that you will be able to use when you are posting online, when you, of course, are creating your logo. There's all sorts of times that Canva will become very helpful in your business. And so for me personally, that is definitely worth the $12 per month to get Canva Pro. But of course, again, that's completely up to you. Okay, so next on the list, we have get at least one professional headshot. So for this, you can actually use your phone and you can put it on portrait mode so it looks very professional and it makes everything in the back kind of blur. And then you can just have someone you know take a few photos of you that look professional. You can think of a place that is near your home that you can go that is either in the city or even in the woods. It doesn't really matter where it is as long as you are looking professional. And the point of this is that you just want to make sure that it's not you with your hand in the air taking a selfie, that it is you in a semi-formal business attire or something that at least you would wear to maybe church or something, and then have someone take some photos of you. You're going to need this for your website. You're going to need this as the photo you use on your social media accounts. There's going to be multiple places that you're going to need a photo, but it is at least three dollars to $400 to get someone to professionally take photos of you, especially business photos. So in my opinion, it is worth just getting a friend or a family member or your kid. I had my teenager go out to the local park with me and we walked around and just took a few photos. I took a few different outfits and from that day in those couple of hours, we ended up with like three different photos we were able to use. That's really all you need is just a handful of really good photos, especially at first. You just need a few. So don't go crazy with this. Don't go spending money you don't have unless you just absolutely want to. All right. Now, Next on the list, we have create business cards. So vistaprint.com is a great place to design and order a few business cards. These are great to put around your community at places like chiropractor's offices, anywhere that will allow you to put business cards, just put three or four there and leave them be. I, in the past, have had business cards or people that have gotten my business card and then they've not called for six, seven, eight months. But that is out there marketing for me every time someone walks past those boards. And if you think of places like chiropractor's offices or anywhere that has a higher clientele, those are the places and the people that can afford your services. So just make sure as you're thinking about where you're putting those business cards I mean, even at most local banks, they'll have a table where you can put business cards, anywhere that you can think of. You want to make sure that you are letting those business cards be there and be promoting for you when you're not there. All right. Now, last but not least, I wanted to talk about writing a professional bio. So depending on your audience and then your goals, of course, your bio will highlight your personal interests, your professional achievements, or a mix of both. Here are some elements a bio might include. Your job title or workplace, um, any qualifications that you may have, where you live, any personal or professional goals, mission statement and values, 
your skills and expertise, and then your interests and hobbies. So for me, I actually just had a lady call me today that was wanting to set up a free consultation, and she has health issues, and she also has a son that has Tourette's. So in my bio on my website, and I also used my bio on findmyorganizer.com and a few other places, but she had read it on my website, I spoke about how I have worked in the caregiving field for over 15 years. So she related to that. I also talked in my bio about how my mission statement and my goal is to help other women not have chaos in their homes and come home to a peaceful oasis and to be able to enjoy coming home and home be the place that they get their rest, not the place that stresses them out. All of those things she talked about in our phone call, saying that that was exactly where she is, and she felt like I was talking directly to her. So when you're writing your bio, you want to take the things you've been through in the past, the experiences you've had, who you are and what you've done in your life, and use that as a way to talk to the people that are reading your bio so then they can say, oh, that, that lady's for me. She understands where I'm coming from. She talks about how she's not going to judge me. I need to call her because I'm over feeling judged in my life and I just need help decluttering my stuff or whatever the case may be for you. You need to write out your own bio. But what I thought I would do today is go over some points and some highlights of how to write a really good bio because you're going to need those few paragraphs in multiple places as you're starting your business. The most effective online bios are both professional and concise. Here's how to write a short bio that suits your website and your brand. Now, speaking of a brand, a brand is what someone says about you when you leave the room. That's all a brand is. It's not some crazy thing online or some big thing that only like corporations have. A brand is what people are saying about you. It's who you are when you're not around it's the experience they've had of you. It's what your website says and how it makes them feel as they're reading the words on your website or on your social media accounts. That is your brand. That is what you will become known for. So just think about that when you're writing your bio. So in your bio, there's six things you want to do. You want to first introduce yourself. Number two, you want to state your company or brand name. Number three, you want to explain your professional role, that you are a professional organizer, and here's what it means to be a professional organizer. Here's what you do for people. Number four, you want to include professional achievements, anything in your past that you have done, like for me, how I've worked in the caregiving field for over 15 years. Since I put that in my bio, the lady that called me today, that related for her. Number five, you want to discuss your passions and values. For me, I also had talked about how I love God and how I just want to help women. And that was something else she talked about in our phone call of how she saw that I love God, that I helped with autistic kids, that my values and my passions of wanting to help people that just need a helping hand, that she's someone that needs a helping hand. And so that really resonated with her because she cannot do it for herself She's been disabled for years. So when she read that, multiple things lined up, which is why she called me and wanted to work with me. And then last but not least, mention your personal interests. So let's break down each one real quick. 
Number one, the introduce yourself. Begin your bio by stating your first and last name. Number two, state your company or brand name. Think about whether you want your bio to represent yourself on a personal level or whether you'd like for it to come across as more professional. If you have a personal brand or business, for example, a blog, a freelance business like we do, be sure to mention your brand name at the beginning of your bio. Don't be afraid if the name sounds simple or redundant. It's perfectly fine, for instance, to say, Samantha Brown is the founder and CEO of Love Laugh Organize. Now, number three, explain your professional role. Next, briefly explain your current position. This is relevant whether you're the founder of a company or a specialist or you're a beginner. And it can be similar to the description you have on your resume. For instance, your website visitors won't necessarily know what your job involves. So elaborating on your primary responsibilities helps paint a picture of who you are and what you have to offer. Now, number four, including the professional achievements. In addition to explaining what your job entails, highlight milestones that make you stand out. Even if you haven't won an award or gained external recognition, you can discuss ways in which you've contributed to your professional role and touch on new ideas or approaches that you bring to the table. Like if you have a three-step process that is how you get your clients from beginning to end, or like for me, how I decluttered my own home, I am married, I have kids, I worked in the healthcare field. There's a lot of things that I was able to put in there of who I am and what got me to this stage of my life and how I know that because of all of my experiences, I am now at a place where I can help them as a professional organizer. All right, number five, discuss your passions and values. Once you describe what you do and how you contribute to your role, you'll need to explain the why. This is one of the most important elements to focus on as you consider how to write your bio. Think about the values and passions underlying your work, as well as your professional philosophy. What gets you up in the morning? What's the driving force behind what you do? You can also think of this part of your bio as a kind of mission statement. Perhaps your mission is to serve others, contribute to society, grow your expertise, or learn new skills. Whatever your reasons, expanding upon these ideas can help your audience get a better understanding of what truly matters to you. Make sure that part that you are writing from the heart and explaining why it is you're doing what you're doing. Why do you want to be a professional organizer? Why should that person pick you over other organizers in the area? And then number six, mention your personal interests. The most effective short bios will not only focus on your professional experience, but will also touch on what you like to do in your spare time. Consider mentioning your family, your hometown, your hobbies, or even side projects that you're working on. Transitioning to a more casual discussion of who you are outside of work is a great way to conclude your bio. This will present you as a more well-rounded person while making you relatable for your audience. Remember, the more that you put on there is the more that people can relate to. And we want the women that are reading our websites or our bios, wherever we put them, we want them to say, me too, 
oh, she's got two kids, I've got kids. She's a mom, I'm a mom. She's a wife, I'm a wife. Whatever the case may be, you have things in your life and things that you are interested in and the things that that give you passion and that are a part of you that others will be able to relate to. And you want to make sure to put some of those in there. Now, like I said, this does not have to be a very lengthy bio. You want this to be two to three paragraphs. But in those two to three paragraphs, when they finish reading it, they should feel like they just got a glimpse into your life, into who you are, and they immediately are feeling like, oh my gosh, she gets me. She's my kind of person. So then they will call you or fill out your form. All right. So we have gone through the entire form that I have on my website that's the free PDF to download. And now... All you have to do is get the word out that you are open for business. Tell all of your friends and family, go onto all of your social medias and anywhere else that you can think of, and anytime you are having a conversation with someone, make sure to mention to them that you are now a professional organizer, not I'm thinking of becoming a professional organizer. No, once you have launched your business, you are a professional organizer. And that will open up the conversation because people will want to know, well, what does a professional organizer do? So then you are able to explain to them, I come into people's homes and I help them declutter or I help them make their homes more functional and beautiful or whatever that little sentence is that you want to be known for. You need to come up with a one to two sentence answer that you always give when people say, What is it you do? I'm a professional organizer. Well, what does that mean? Or what what is it that you do as a professional organizer? Then you need to have your couple of sentences. Like for me personally, my couple of sentences are, I help other women declutter and organize their homes to give them more peace and less chaos. Whatever you want those couple of sentences to be that you do for people go ahead and start putting that out there because what you put out there will come back to you. And if you start telling people that's what you're doing, you will become that. But you have got to believe it and you've got to start telling people. You've got to start speaking it into existence that you are a professional organizer and here is what you do in one to two sentences. Very short and simple and to the point because anything more and you will lose people. All right, so I hope that you have enjoyed our six-part series, Starting Your Professional Organizing Business. I know that we have so much stuff coming up that's going to help you, but I knew that we needed to start with the very basics, getting you off the ground, starting your professional organizing business, and now on all of the future episodes, we are going to be able to get into more of the exciting stuff and kind of different things. But I wanted to lay this foundational groundwork from the get-go. So if you need to know how to start your professional organizing business, go back, listen to the six-part series that we have, and get your professional organizing business off the ground. Now remember, we are also about to launch our forms on Etsy. As soon as we launch the forms, then the link will be in the show notes below. It will be all of the forms that you could possibly need as a professional organizer, starting your business, and a few little extra awesome things that we use in our businesses. And make sure to hit that subscribe and automatic download button. 
so you don't miss a single thing that we are doing here at POC. I thank you for listening, and I will catch you in the next one. You have been listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. Go to the show notes to find all of the links mentioned in this episode and hit that subscribe and automatic download button so you don't miss a single thing. Thanks for listening.